Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we're not experts. No, but we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we do answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, you can leave us a voicemail or send us a text message at 781-591-0390. And you can email us or send us a voicemail at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And do remember to visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Please do follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod and on Instagram at Forever35Podcast and join the Forever35 Facebook group. 
at facebook.com slash group slash forever 35 podcast where the password is serums. You know, things have really been bumping and bopping over on the Instagram. They have been. A lot of discussions in the comments happening. Yep. 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 A lot of sharing. A lot of sharing. Yeah. We're talking about underwear today. Yeah. So head on over. Head on over. Head on over. Mm. Mm. Dory. Okay. I want to just pop in with a uh, cozy romance book rack. Love it. Okay. It's a book I really enjoyed. Okay. Called Accidentally Engaged by Farah Haran. Okay. Okay. And it's a, just a delightful treat of a rom-com. Tell me more. Okay. Well, the main character is um, a woman who lives in Toronto and, you know, while it is a romance, it also focuses a lot on her kind of challenging, contentious, but also loving relationship with her Indian Muslim family. And they try to kind of arrange a marriage with a guy. And when she finds out, she's like, absolutely not. But then coincidentally, he moves in across the hall from her. And of course, he's gorgeous and fun Hello. and charming Ugh. and flirty. And it's, we and, love a gorgeous neighbor. Oh, we do, don't we? Don't we, we love do. a gorgeous neighbor? We do. And they, they bond and there's just like a wonderful through line with baking and cooking. And I just don't want to give Ugh. anything else away, but I, I just want to give it a hearty recommendation. And I also need to say, and I think, have I told you like the kind of sexy twist in the book? It's not a twist, but like sexy detail. Did I tell you it? No. Okay. I'll tell you off the air because I don't want to spoil it, but there's oh, a sexy okay. twist that mm-hmm. if you have heard me talk in this podcast, you might not think I'd be into, but <gasps> I was into it. Oh, my curiosity is peaked. Wow. Y'all, Kate just told me what the twist is and listen. Aren't you You're surprised gonna... that I like that? I am very, <laughs> very surprised. And in fact, I see it as a sign of your continued evolution <laughs> and maturity an open-mindedness to new things. My growth as a human. Yes, your well, growth I, as a human that I you can this, appreciate this particular mm, twist. Yes. I, I really hope that all this vague talk gets people to read the book because I really love it. <laughs> you know, Kate, I once went on a date with a neighbor. Oh, you did? How did mm-hmm. it go? I mean, obviously you're not married to them, so. No, I'm not. Um, It... Uh, it didn't go great. I think he, it, it didn't. It did go great, and then you know, then I would see him around the building. I, I, I briefly lived when I lived in Philadelphia. I briefly lived in like a pretty large apartment building. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you know, it, it wasn't like we lived in a brownstone where he was like upstairs oof, from me. Oof, but that'd be rough. But yeah, I would still occasionally run into him, and I was like, so you went on one date. I think we went on one date. We might have gone on two dates. I don't. Re- I don't recall. I don't think I've ever dated a neighbor, but I have I have done a coworker. Oh, that's all honey. I know. <laughs> I know you've been there and done that. Dory. I've been don't there worry. and done that. And I mean, if there's if there's one thing that I hope people take away from my book, it is whatever. I mean, look, I know people end up marrying coworkers, and I know that probably we have lots of listeners who met their partners at work. Mm-hmm. But for me, 
this was not a great these were uh, i did it uh, i did it more than once and i never i didn't learn my lesson until you know things went really badly and even then i didn't really learn my lesson like you get like at least in my experience i got dumped and then i had to go in and work with this person the next day it sucks it sucks and you know what it actually also sucks when you are the dumper Oh, I'm sure. I, I, I bet. Yeah, I've been on both awful. sides. It's it's just it it's so it's such a bad idea. But Dory, it's so good, especially in a romance. There's nothing I love of more. Of course, than a and you know what? Romance when it's good, it's good. And like a lot of times, it's kind of secret, yeah, which lends everything like this kind of heightens the sexiness. Because you can't like some workplaces, you're not you're not allowed to date coworkers. And like you just imagine like a really hot night, maybe even a morning, and then you both like get dressed in your business casual and go into work, and you have yeah, to, like, but like separately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but then you like, I, pass I, each other in the hall. Oh, yeah, so like so there, and, and everything just feels charged. Mm. And you know, especially if you're at a job <laughs> that's sort of meh, having someone in your workplace that you're like excited about makes things better but like man when it goes bad it goes really bad i don't know i i guess i guess the takeaway should be proceed with caution (laughs) yeah but if you have a great or a terrible work romance story you got to tell us. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell mine on the air because I want people to read my book and yeah, learn book. about all my terrible work romances. <laughs> Look, you live and you learn, you love, you learn, you lose, you learn. There's something else that Alanis Morissette wrote, yes. but you know what I'm saying? You do all those things and you learn. You know what? Speaking of Alanis, I actually had a question that I would like to pose to the listeners of this podcast. Who is a person, probably an artist, but doesn't necessarily have to be, that when you were like a teenager or a young adult, you thought you were like too cool for, and now as a grown person, you can appreciate them? You know, because like, for me, that person is Alanis. Same. I hated that album when it came out and now i'm always like bebopping around to her music yes and like i now i really like admire her Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and think you know she was really like brave and interesting my brother really liked her which like automatically made her uncool in my eyes but now i i really i really like her i even went to see her the the show the jagged little pill broadway show like three months before lockdown I saw it on Broadway. It was really, wow. it was great. Yeah, I know. That's a so great. I'm curious. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I, that's a really great question because there, uh, that's so, spe- that's such a specific experience that we all probably have as youth. Yes. Yes, totally. So just wondering hmm. who that, who that person was for you, dear listener. Because it's going to be different per generation. Exactly. Like a lot of our listeners, I feel like are probably a little younger than us. So I'm Mm. wondering who that person was for them. Dory, I do want to ask, because you seem to have a rant that you want to share. And you know, I love when you rant. Okay. I'm just going to preface this rant by saying that this is not an original rant. People have been ranting about this for years. I'm not the first 
nor will I be the last to rant about this. But for some reason, this really just like got to me today. I've been trying to find a pair of jeans and I've just been like striking out. And this is, this has nothing to do with like the skinny, straight, blah, 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 right, Z, Gen shit. Z yeah. thing. It's just like, I don't have a pair of jeans right now that I like really love that fit well. And like, I haven't really been wearing jeans that much because we've been in lockdown. And lately I've been like, I would just like a nice fitting pair of jeans. So I actually am more interested in straight leg jeans right now than skinny jeans because skinny jeans are just so like restrictive. Mm -hmm. So I Googled straight jeans with stretch was what I Googled. Okay. Okay. Um, and I came upon a link to an article with like a list of straight jeans. And from there I found the web. I, I went to page denim, which is a brand that I never worn before, but I've heard, you know, people like this brand and whatever. I was open to it. So I clickety clack on over to their website and they have many styles, but as I'm clicking through, I'm like, Oh, these are cute. And then they have the thing where it's like model is like such and such tall. And where's this size? Every single model was five, nine and a size 24. <laughs> That's bonkers. <laughs> 24. Yeah. yeah. And like, look, this, first of all, page denim is not a size inclusive brand to begin with. Their biggest size is 32, which is not that big. Oh. Um, but even within the sizes that they offer, they only showed models who were size 24. And, you know, it was especially glaring because I feel like there have been some other brands that have been really making progress on this front. Like Madewell, for example, is showing more models with like different size bodies. Athleta, I was looking on their website for something like they're showing models with different size bodies. So there are like big kind of mainstream brands that are doing this and making an effort and, and slowly becoming more size inclusive target. I like, so I was just kind of like, this is annoying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I was just annoyed. Well, it, it, because even when brands are, have a broader size range and are more size inclusive, when they still just show one an image of one size it's not helpful and it's almost no. it's like more annoying i would rather not know if you're going to show me one model and they all look the same and they all are very thin and very tall that's not that's not yes. helpful i'm five foot nine and it does not help me to know or i'm actually five foot ten and i the you know i'm not wearing a size 24 doesn't help me in the I least mean you need to see the piece of clothing on numerous body shapes and sizes you know what also cracked me up about this is that they've clearly like they have like a dark skinned model. They have a light skinned model. Like they have someone who appears to be of Asian descent. So they they've clearly thought about like, quote unquote, diversity in some regards. But then when it comes to sizing, <laughs> they haven't thought about it at all. I, you know. It's funny you mentioned this because someone somewhere just shared a tweet that spoke to this and it, it, it also, it made me chuckle, but also spoke to the kind of annoyance I've been feeling whenever I, cause I have been looking at clothes with like, you know, the possibility that we will be reemerging in person again soon. Yeah. And, and, and again, like, you know, we can say like we wear 
quote unquote straight sizes and find this yes. annoying. So like it's that it's so it's just so fucking frustrating. It's very annoying. So anyway, I, I mentioned that to like acknowledge the the like the privileged position we're in of just being able yes, to like of course. wear but the clothes that are mostly off. I also think that's why it's important for people like us who are in straight sizes to speak up about yes. this. Yes, like it shouldn't it just be the burden of people who don't wear straight sizes to always be talking about this. Like we should also be talking about it. So Amen. I mean, I'm looking, I like know. for example, I was on Shopbop. Shopbop. Everyone. Yep. yep. There's yep. no nothing. Like I would like to see a dress with tiny spaghetti straps on a person with big ass saggy 40 year old boobs you know what i mean yes please yes help us out oh god okay <laughs> wow all right well listen Ooh. i'm gonna just dust myself off get down off the soapbox mm -hmm, mm, climb down your ladder climb get down climb down all right i'm down thank you all for listening and we're uh, gonna we're we're going to take a break. Oh, yes, we are. We are. Um, we're going to cool down. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. when we come back, we have a lot of advice for a listener who was having a hard time establishing, establishing boundaries with their boss. Yeah, we got so many great responses. We did. All right. Be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter toot, or, toot, or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be 
redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. We're back. Mm. I, I I mean, I said this before the break, but I just loved how many people had thoughts about this and good thoughts. Yeah, really helpful things that I was like, oh, God, I wish someone had told me this. I know. I know. And as you know, as two people who haven't worked in an office for quite some time, it was it was helpful to get these perspectives. Yeah. And also because we do manage people. We do. Small yeah. team. And, I, yep, and it's yep, yep. helpful to hear, uh, to remember, you know the side of the totally all right uh here was a a response we got hi this is lauren from atlanta texting in response to the listener who has a problem with her boss having unrealistic expectations about work i have lived this for the past seven years at my current job and it's not cured but i would say it's more manageable this is difficult for most of us and understand i'm coming to you as a recovering perfectionist (laughs) former overachiever and all-around competitive person But the answer is that some of the work just doesn't get done. That's the only way your boss will understand that you're serious. I don't think your boss understands that her to-do list has to go on top of the to-do list you already have. For my boss, I've started giving her a menu of sorts. Quote, yes, I can do that today, but here are the other things I have to do today, and one is likely going to be pushed to tomorrow. Which thing should it be? My Mm. boss especially likes this because she likes to think she's helping me. I don't think you have to be confrontational if that's not your style or your relationship with your boss. You can just ask for help and be honest about how much time these tasks take up. Give your boss the quote, when you know better, you do better chance, and then maybe move on to some more serious options like HR. Best of luck to you. It's not easy, but you deserve better. So keep pushing. I love this advice, although it did give me like flashbacks to this idea that so so much, so much of the time with managers, at least for me, I felt like I had to kind of like inception them to make them think that things were their idea even if they were my idea so that they would be, they would have like buy-in mm, and that gets God, like really exhausting. <sighs> and now I was sort of reminded of that when this person said, um, my boss especially likes this because she likes to think she's helping me. And like, yeah. yes, like, like, yes, she does. And this works and like, that's great. But it's also like, you're just constantly playing this game and mm-hmm. It's just it's just a, a drain. So I'm not disagreeing with this advice at all. I'm just noting the emotional and psychological toll that this can take on one. I agree with you, Dory. Uh, and that is that speaks to kind of a larger problem of like the manager employee relationship, which is tough uh-huh. sometimes. Yeah. 
Totally. And, you know, a lot of managers just become managers because they got promoted. Not to keep bringing everything back to my book, but this is something that I also talk about in my book when I was a manager. I didn't know how to be a manager. I was a bad manager. Well, yeah, managing people is a skill. It's not something we inherently know how to do. And no, you're but right. Like, like people are just thrown into that position. People are just thrown in and and it and it is like held up as sort of the next logical step in one's career when in fact it's not like right for everyone. No. <sighs> Sorry, I have a I have a soapbox about this clearly. <laughs> you just have a stack of boxes that you are climbing just, all over today. Let me just keep taking them out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, here was a really, I thought a very helpful um kind of along those lines. Uh, suggestion. This listener wrote, this has happened to me and the way I addressed it was by making a list of everything on my plate and then during a one-on-one meeting asking my boss which of these items or project she'd like me to prioritize. It made it clear to her all that I was juggling and put the onus on her to lay out a game plan for which things to tackle first, second, third, etc. If I didn't get to the seventh item on the list, she couldn't be surprised because she had told me items one to six were more important. So this is kind of along those lines of the previous listeners idea, but I do feel like this is less of the mind game and more just like, hey, this is all the shit I have to do. Yeah. You tell me what you yeah, want me to do yeah, 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 you're yeah. the boss. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not you're here right. to read your mind and figure out which what order to do all this shit in. Yep. Like yep. This. Yep. 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 Yeah. All right. Next email. All right. I used to work in a big law firm where this was a constant issue, and I picked up some habits that really helped. Most of them are basically ways to reframe the narrative. Frame the problem as the number of hours in the day, not your work-life balance, which makes it a you problem. If you have 25 hours of work assigned to you, you simply cannot finish it by tomorrow. This is not a struggle between you and your boss. You are protecting your employer from missed deadlines and subpar work done by an exhausted, rushed person. Have conversations about workload from that perspective. Bam, now you and your boss share the goal of managing resources, your limited time, efficiently. Instead of saying no, think about the circumstances under which you could realistically say yes. I have two hours I can give to this today. Then I will need to turn back to Project X or I can help with that starting next Wednesday. Even better, put the choice on the boss. Here are the projects currently on my plate. Which of these is the priority and which will be delayed, scaled down, or given to someone else? I like mm. all of these. Mm, 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 I really mm, like mm, the put it on the boss plan. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of, we heard from a boss. We did. <laughs> Um, All right. I had to write in and respond to the listener who asked for tips on how to manage her boss who encroaches on work-life balance because I am that boss. No, I'm not that listener's literal boss, but as a first-time manager, I've had many conversations with my team about work-life balance only to turn around and ask them for an urgent task. Thankfully, I've gotten a lot better over the past year thanks to a lot of discipline and some great feedback from my team. Here are the tips that have helped. One, Be patient. We often forget how long it takes to get up to speed in a new job. Keep in mind that what may take you an hour now and six months will only take you 15 minutes, but that's not a solution. So here are my actual recommendations. I have so many more, but these are my top three. 
First, plan ahead. If you know that you always send newsletters on Tuesdays and your boss makes you stay late on Monday to finish, plan ahead. Schedule a recurring meeting with her every Monday evening to review feedback and finalize the newsletter. If there's a big meeting coming up, schedule prep time a week in advance. Second, reprioritize in writing. If your manager asks you to do a new task, confirm in writing that other tasks will slip as a result. This can be as simple as a follow-up email. Having it in writing helps if you get asked why something isn't complete on the original deadline. Third, discuss work styles. There are great templates out there, many in Forever 35 careers around working norms, including after-hours contact preferences. Proactively fill one of those in and bring it to your manager in your next one-on-one. It will be a tough conversation, but having everything written out in advance can give you the courage to follow through with that conversation. And finally, if she texts you on the weekend, subtly recommend this podcast episode to her. (laughs) Yes, do that. (sighs) She may really like our chit-chat about Alanis Morissette. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, I loved that this listener was like self-aware enough to recognize themselves in the other listener's email. Well, I know having having been a manager and also having been a person who works with other teams where I don't like fully understand the work they do, it can be very easy to assume something will take two seconds. That actually takes yes. two weeks. And, yes. and so it's on like the, the person in the kind of managerial position to understand that they don't know what they don't know. But also it's up to the other person to have to kind of articulate it and explain it, I think. Because I've definitely been in that situation where I'm like, it shouldn't take that long to dot, dot, dot. I also really love the suggestion of putting everything in writing. Yes. That like makes me yes. horny. Yes. Like, yes, I don't, I don't know why I chose that word, but it just, it's like, yes, always get it in writing, mm-hmm. get it in writing because that is one way to have your own back so solidly, totally, especially when you in a, in a position where you don't often have a lot of agency. I completely agree. Mm. And employment lawyers around the country would also agree. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure they would. <laughs> and that is a mistake I have made many times of not having stuff in writing. And conversely, they would say, don't put anything in writing that you don't want revealed. <laughs> yes. Yes. People can look at your corporate work emails and they yes. will. And they will. <laughs> <sighs> I All right. shudder to think, but. <laughs> and your and your slacks. And, you know, and if you have a work phone, they can look at anything you've done on that phone. So, like, you know, just, yes, it probably won't happen, but it might. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, just, you know, think about it. All right. Mm. We're going to take another break. And then we're getting into some totally different topics. The gears, they shall shift. Indeed. All right. Be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. 
Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay. We have returned. Did you miss us? I did, personally. Oh, that's so nice. I missed you, Dory. Mm. I mean, I've only seen you like two to three times in the last year in real life, so. I know. <laughs> I haven't seen Sam in a year. I, I know, texted Sammy and I was like, when we're all fully vaccinated, can we all hang out? Imagine Sammy that. was like, never. No, they said yes. <laughs> no, Sammy didn't say that. No, I was just joking. Yes. Sammy, of course, said yes. Yeah. Um, All right. Nobody needed that side note, but you got it. Okay. Um, Shall I read this uh, email? Please. Please. Hi, Kate and Dory. I am a middle school teacher in Los Angeles, and we are finally, finally going back into the classroom in a few weeks. I was wondering if there were any teachers out there who are are already back doing in-person teaching that can share some recommendations for things to get to prepare to be back at school. Specifically, I really want to know what masks people have found that are breathable and comfortable to wear eight plus hours a day. All of the masks I have are fine for short periods of time, but I have yet to find one that works for hikes, exercising, talking a lot, etc. Do either of you have any face face mask recommendations? Would love to hear what people have been using and loving. Thanks. And I just want to say I sent this teacher a, uh, a crazy personal email that was like, I'm so glad we're all going back to school in Los Angeles. You're amazing. Bye. <laughs> oh, and this listener also asked P.S., 
Dory, what is your current hair routine? I think we have similar hair and I'm always trying to find a good volumizing shampoo and just overall hair care routine. Okay. So Dory, what is your face mask reco? Okay. So this, so, okay. I'm going to preface this by saying that this is a, a disposable mask, which, you know, some people might have concerns about environmentally as do I, but I do think that it offers the best protection and um, it's like surprisingly breathable. So I've been using Dr. Puri KF94 face masks. They have been deemed essentially comparable to the N95. They're just, they're the South Korean equivalent of the N95. Um, so I buy them from a website that sounds fake called BeHealthyUSA.net. <laughs> does sound fake. Totally sounds fake, but it is not. Um, you, you could probably find them somewhere else, but that is just where I've been buying them. Um, they come in medium and large. I wear the mediums. They come in white and black. I've been wearing white for no particular reason. I think the black have been sold out. Um, but yeah, I like them a lot. I don't know how they would be for exercising, however. Mm, yeah. But I, I feel pretty confident that you could wear this for eight hours a day and be okay. Does so it wrap around your rep. ears or your head? Ears. Okay. But you could get, you could get one of those clips, one of those mask clips, um, to make it one of the ones that wrap around your head. Dory, I'm I'm going to have to list this in our show notes because I don't have the exact link, but mm -hmm. I um I bought some KN wait, KN94s, I think. KN95s. Okay, so I think I they were not 95s, they were KN90 or KF94s. They were KF94s. Okay, KN. so what I what I just bought, what I they bought. They were either they were either KN or KF94s. And I, I got the them KNs. I, I think the KNs are 95s, but and the KFs are 94s, but but I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not either. Not experts on masks. But I will no. say I got I got some similar to you, but they go around the head because Anthony had to wear them on set for like, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day while he was working. And the ones that went behind his ears were giving him headaches. So I found some that he really liked that wrapped around the back of his head that he found to be comfortable. Now, does he exercise in them? No. But did he have to wear them for a long day and talk in them? Yes. Um, my yeah, other... Matt was wearing Matt was wearing KN95s when he was on set as well. And they also went around his head, I think, yeah, for I think... the same same reason. But ears, the ears are a tender spot. That's um, true. I can tell you that m myself and my kids like these are also disposable. I also have the same concerns as Dory, but right now I'm going for just whatever the F works and I will yeah. apologize to the earth. Um, yep. Yep. We wear Evolve Together masks. My kids really like them. They make a kid size. That's what my kids have been wearing to their like co small cohort aftercare thing that they've gone to. Um, and they can wear those, you know, they're wearing those for three to four hours at a time very comfortably. And I find them okay. to be very comfortable. That's kind of what I now just wear um, out and about. Sometimes I'll double it up or I'll wear the 94 ones that we bought. But I do okay. like a link to the Evolve Together. So I like those. Okay. Good luck back to school, friends. Yeah. Um, on to hair care. <laughs> 
So I have been using, and I've mentioned this on the show before, uh, but I've been using Brio Geo's Blossom and Bloom volumizing mm. collection. I got a big old bottle of their shampoo, big old bottle of their conditioner. You're I love it. I, I even like how it smells. And you know that I usually don't like anything like personal care related that has a scent. Oh, I do. So I feel like that's saying a lot. Um, so I do like that. And then I think I meant, I mentioned this also that I recently got my hair cut and my hairstylist had a bunch of suggestions for my hair, which I told her that lately I prefer to air dry. So her suggestion was to bring my wide tooth comb into the shower and comb my hair in the shower, then put it up in a microfiber towel. Then when I remove the microfiber towel to not brush it again, but just let it air dry. Like sometimes I run my fingers through it a couple times, but I don't comb or brush it. And then she said, once it's dry and I told her that I had a Dyson air wrap. So she said, once it's dry, I could, I could, you know, air wrap it a few times. Um, she said it, it works on dry hair. I've not done this yet, but I might give it a shot. So I think if you have any sort of, you know, flat iron or curling iron or something that you have that you put that you use to put a wave in your hair, you could you could try that. Um, but if you don't want to do the heat styling, don't. That's that's what I've been doing. And I do think air drying has made my hair healthier. Okay. You heard so, it right there from the expert's mouth. <laughs> from the Harris's mouth. Okay. Oh my God. I know that, that was, was really bad. That bad. was so bad. That was, that was like so bad. That was like my level bad. I know. That was really bad. <laughs> the hair's <sighs> just gonna own it. it was we bad. need human interaction soon. We do. We really the do. The hair's mouth. The hair's mouth. Who oh am I? I, mean, I'm embarrassed. Okay. No, don't All be. Right. Don't be. All right, last one. Do we have enough time? Oh yeah. Okay, great. Hi, Kate and Dory. As I'm re-entering the world, I've been going for walks around my city parks. I've been noticing many of the women in the park seem to be carrying nothing on them as they run or walk. What do they all do with their keys, wallet, phone, etc.? Also, are women not carrying pepper spray? I don't feel comfortable leaving my valuables in my car, but I feel naked without them. I've been stashing them in my jacket, but soon it'll be too warm to do that. I would love yours or any listener's input on what stuff they take for runs and where they put it. Thank you so much. Um, you need a running belt. Okay. I like a running belt for running. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, it's basically a fanny pack, but kind of engineered for running. Mm -hmm. So it's sleeker and, and, and sits a little tighter. When I was running a lot, I had one. I had one. I also had one that had, um, water bottles attached to it. Oh God. I used to wear those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I would recommend. I have never carried pepper spray. Me neither. So I don't know if that's like naive of me or just whatever, but I personally have never carried pepper spray. I also don't, I don't love running or walking at night. I feel like I, I, I did I used to? I don't remember. I feel like I was usually a daytime runner. 
And usually, you know, when I was, when I was running a lot, I was in New York and usually running on like in pretty populated areas. I think if I were running on like deserted country roads or I don't know, deserted suburban roads, like Mm -hmm. I, I would maybe be a little more nervous question mark. Um, so, yeah, but, but but my main suggestion is to get a running belt and we'll link to there's a wire cutter review of best running belts because, of course, there is. So we will link to that in the show notes. I did want to mention what I use for walking, which is a Koto Paxi um, fanny pack, essentially as a fanny pack. Maybe I think they might have a cooler name for it, but it's a fanny pack. And it's like we go on little weekend hikes with our kids and it's great. I can carry everything I need in it and I can even shove a smaller water bottle into it and it's really comfortable. So I have I love a big that. old um, Columbia fanny pack that also fits a small water bottle. Look, I love a fanny yeah. pack. We are really uh, leaning into the 40s here. We are really cool is what I think you meant to say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, by the hearse's tail. That that yep. is the, the coolest mm-hmm. thing we've ever said. Yeah. Well, all right. This has been fun. Always, always a hoot. It truly has. It has been very fun. Listeners, we appreciate you, Dory. I thank appreciate you. you. I appreciate you, Kate. Well, thank you so much, and um, we will talk to you later. We will. Bye. Oh,